welcome to Corbell CareerCast, the podcast from the Office of Career and Professional Development at the Joseph Corbell School of International Studies at the University of Denver. Today, we are joined by Corbell student Julian Olivar, who will interview Corbell alum McKenna Jensen, who works for the Colorado Information and Analysis Center, also known as Kayak. Julian, take it away. Good morning, McKenna. Could you please introduce yourself with your name, year you graduated from Corbell, what you studied, and where you work now in your position, please? Yeah, absolutely. So McKenna Jensen, I graduated from Corbell in 2018. It's hard to believe it's already been what feels like many years. Um, I work at the Colorado Information Analysis Center, the Kayak, which is our fusion center here in Colorado under the Department of Public Safety, and I'm the Threat Prevention Program Liaison there. Nice. In your organization, what, what type of person succeeds, would you say, in this field? Yeah, I would say someone who has the passion for public safety. You know, you can have the education, which is amazing. It gives you a really good jumping off point. But if you don't have that passion to back it up, uh, it's really hard to stay committed, especially because, you know, sometimes public safety is just a thankless job. You don't get to see the results. You don't get to see kind of the outcomes of what actually happens in the community. So to have that passion really driving behind it really keeps you committed, dedicated and succeeding with the work. Nice. In your day-to-day, do you interact mostly with government agencies, local or state-level entities? What would you mostly say? Oh, wow. We are across the spectrum. Uh, We work with federal, state, and local governments, as well as private sector and public safety partners, trying to just bring everyone together, bring all the information together that they have so that we can see the full threat picture and protect our community. And how did you get into this field exactly? Yeah, so actually, uh, it kind of started at Corbell. I had originally gone in thinking I wanted to work for the federal government. Um, There was no way I was even considering state level. Um, And then I took a class with Dr. Benjamin Gotchman uh, for Homeland Security, and he brought in quite a few different speakers, one of them being from the Colorado Department of Public Safety, who had an internship available that I thought sounded really intriguing just to maybe dip my toe in. Uh, It ended up being on the emergency management side, which was not necessarily my cup of tea, but really started opening doors into what other, you know, jobs are available at the state level. And that's when I found out about the Fusion Center. And what exactly is the Colorado Information Analysis Center for those that don't know? Yeah, so um, we are a Fusion Center, which it sounds exactly what it is. We fuse information together. Uh, Fusion Center started after 9-11 when we realized You know, everyone had a little bit of the puzzle, but we weren't putting it together to see the full picture. Uh, So we identified that we really need agencies within each state to say, let's, you know, look at what we actually have, put those pieces together, see the full picture, and that way we can stop the threat. And so those became fusion centers. And so that's kind of what the kayak represents here in Colorado, that fusion of information. Nice. And what did you... What do you believe is the importance of taking a lower salary again after getting your master's? Because I know sometimes people are kind of stuck on that GS 13, 12 level position, whereas they could take the lower salary and get their foot in the door. What do you think the importance is of that? Yeah, I know it's a hard pill to swallow, but quite frankly, you really have to start from the ground up. And that sometimes is the most successful way to get a job in the first place, because you're learning each piece of the agency before you get to your you know, ending point, whether that be within that agency or somewhere else. So for example, I started in the 24-7 watch center here at the Kayak. Um, I was working overnights from like 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. 
it was horrible. I could hardly sleep, was not getting paid very well. And I, you know, had a master's degree. So it was a little bit of a eye opener for me to go straight from a master's into no sleep. But I moved really, really quickly up the chain because I had that passion. I had that dedication and I was willing to do kind of that, you know, what they term the grunt work, right? That not so attractive work that you really want to start out with. But by doing that, I got to really know our partners, know the agency, and then I was able to succeed even more to get to the place I am now. And I think that's so important, just paying your dues and whether it's the government sector, private or whatever entity, but paying your dues is very important. Yeah, absolutely. So what type of person succeeds in this organization at Kayak? Um, I would say really just a person who's dedicated, someone who is willing to step into the work that maybe isn't the most attractive at first, put in their time, really make the effort to be passionate about topics within Colorado and take on work that maybe they necessarily didn't consider in the first place to be their passion, but ends up being something that they are really interested in or that our partners are really interested in. Um, I mean, I was writing products on stuff I had never even heard of before when I started out and really it wasn't where I had my passion or my interest, but I knew it was important to my partners and I knew it was important to our community. So I was willing to do that because I knew that it would give me the experience I needed to finally get to the position that I did. And then I just stayed dedicated. There's actually quite a bit of turnover in the intelligence community. It just kind of is the way that it is. Uh, People jump between different agencies. Uh, They succeed in different areas. Maybe they go to the private sector as opposed to the government or vice versa. So there's a lot happening and people are moving really quickly. So as long as that person is dedicated and passionate about the work, they're going to get to where they want to go pretty quickly. And you said you worked at the Watt Center? At... Yeah. Yep. It's and... a 24-7 piece of our agency. So they're doing a lot of the tactical work. They're answering the requests from our partners anywhere from you know 11 a.m. to 6 a.m. It could be 8 p.m. Whatever our partners need, they are there to answer that. And they do, you know, as much work as possible for those agencies so that those agencies can focus really on the day-to-day as opposed to sitting at their computers trying to pull together analysis and intelligence and things like that. So they really kind of just help support that legwork that our partners are doing on the ground. To get in the Watch Center, do you need a master's or a bachelor's? What kind of skills do you need to kind of get your foot in the door at Kayak? Yeah, so it is a bachelor's, but oftentimes what we do is supplement experience as well. So uh, people who come in who maybe don't have a bachelor's, but have a really long history of experience, maybe in the military or the private sector or whatever that looks like for them, um, that can sometimes substitute for education, uh, but we at least require a bachelor's on the education side. So those people graduating from Corbell are already above and beyond that, which is great. Um, And we love especially from the Corbell side of it, people who have experience with the intelligence cycle and understanding, you know, how to apply that, what are structured, you know, analytic techniques, which a lot of those classes at Corbell teach you and looking at intelligence from a different lens. So those conflict res classes, the development classes that might not necessarily be what you're thinking of immediately when you think of security or studies that sometimes can really give people a unique perspective on the topics that we look at here in Colorado. That answered my next question. I was actually (laughs) going to ask what courses have proved to be valuable, but uh, thank you for that. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, every single course that I took at Corbell was amazing. Um, especially the Homeland Security and the intelligence courses were great. Those were awesome to build kind of that foundation. And then picking and choosing classes sort of outside of your comfort zone really helped me kind of look at threats differently. Um, not just saying, you know, okay, here's exactly what I learned in one class. So that's how I have to look at it. It was more so, okay, if I were thinking from this standpoint, what would I be considering? What would I be caring about? And it really helped kind of broaden that perspective. At Kayak, does it have a large veteran community by any chance out of curiosity? Yeah, and actually our Department of Public Safety is one of the first state agencies to partner with the DOD's SkillBridge program. So we um, essentially take in interns who are their last six months of active duty they get paid to come and kind of transition into the civilian world as an intern. So we have quite a few interns who are DOD right now, a lot of former uh, veterans who are now working full-time with us, whether it be in the kayak or in the Department of Public Safety in general, but we really pride ourselves on bringing in veterans and utilizing their experience and their knowledge that they already have to apply to work like this. That is honestly amazing. I, I'm really happy to hear that. I know for active duty military, they go to this thing called TAPS program. And yeah. it's only about a week or two long. And to hear that they do DOD skill bridge, I think that's amazing, giving them the, kind of that leeway to, to transition out of that, you know, active duty service. Yeah, it can definitely be tough, especially those who are abroad, trying to come back to the U.S., find a position to work in right away. Uh, so that transition really gives them that window to kind of figure out what they're interested in. And would you say you're in your position, is it more collaborative or do you kind of work individually? Um, it's a little bit of both. So depending on the topic that you're working on, you might do a product by yourself or work on a threat by yourself. But for the most part, we're, we're very collaborative. Our watch center might start with a threat, build on it, figure out what that looks like for Colorado. And then it transitions over to our all threats unit, which is more of the strategic side. So we look at that same threat, but from a long-term perspective, right? What, what are, are the potential, potential impacts in, in the future? future? What, what maybe are the trends or the patterns that we're seeing with an individual or a group or a crime scheme or something like that? So it's really kind of both and it works really well to see how some people can work very well alone and then we can transition that into a collaborative work. Awesome. And what would you say you like most about your organization at Kayak? Oh, oh gosh, I, I love, love how um, inclusive we are. We, we have age ranges from, you know, super young, just graduated to been there for 25, 30 years. And so the experience that we see kind of from both sides of it and the new perspectives that we're getting from the younger generations mixed with some of the older perspectives that have been around in the traditions that we have in the kayak is really cool to see kind of blended. We also have people with just crazy different backgrounds. I mean, you have military, you have civilian, you also have people who have come from, you know, different states and come in and looked at what their state looks like compared to Colorado. And so it's just a really cool environment where we can all kind of take our experiences, bring them together. And that's how we then approach how we look at different topics. So we can see it from different lenses and kind of talk about what we see based on how our experiences in the past play a role in that. So it's really cool to just kind of see and hear and, and work together in doing that. I love that. And it's like you're serving your country in a different kind of capacity. And I see that why a lot of veterans kind of transition to that public safety sector at 
you know, kayak and Department of Public Safety. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. It, it doesn't, doesn't always stay state level. level you know, know what I mean? Like, it, it, we, we are a Colorado, Colorado agency, but a lot of the stuff that we're looking at spans Colorado, whether it be across the U.S. to another state, maybe across the world. There are a lot of threats that kind of span just one state. So it's it's interesting to both be focused in Colorado, but then see how it impacts outside of Colorado as well. Do other government or state agencies contact you guys for, you know, help and concept operations or instructions or, you know, I don't know if there's other things you guys are doing that they might be asking for help? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. So, so we, we work, work really closely with all the other fusion centers across the U.S. Um, and, and that's kind of our main first point of contact because we know how each, each other works. We're all fusion centers, so we're trying to really bring that information in to see, to see that full threat picture. picture. So we, we, we touch, touch point, point there first, um, especially if we need to contact a local agency in another state. I probably won't have that contact information, but that fusion center will. And so we reach out to them first. Uh, we have a national fusion center association that has a conference every year. We like to share ideas and new approaches and programs that we're releasing in our state that might be beneficial to them and vice versa. Uh, we, we always talk, talk about, you know, why invent the wheel? Why not just steal ideas when they're going really well somewhere else? So we, we try to do that when we can, just because we're all working towards the same goal, just in a different way. You know, it looks different for each state, but we're still approaching it, you know, in a way that we are allowed to then share those ideas and help each other out. I love that. And recently I heard a quote from, it was a Steve Jobs quote. It said, everything's a remix. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't waste time coming up with new ideas when you can just change an idea and make it work for you. <laughs> and at Kayak, what is the, is there flexibility? Do people work remote or is it in the office five days a week? What does that look like? Yeah, I mean, I think we experienced probably what most agencies experienced during COVID. We had started where we were full-time. I had been in the office uh, four tens, so I worked four days a week and then had Fridays off. Some people do all five eights. Um, but, but now with, with, with the COVID situation, we kind of saw how it works for some of us to be remote. So we do two days in the office um, and then two or three days outside of the office, depending on the schedule. But it's really flexible. Um, I find that four tens works best for me because I get my work done, you know, before and after sort of the big rush of normal, normal work hours. Whereas some people really like that, you know, five eights type of schedule. So. Nice. And at Kayak, what kind of trends or changes do you see in the field or future challenges, would you say? Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, I would say, especially with threats, it's a pendulum. You know, we look at any threat topic and it swings back and forth. And so we're looking at one thing, then it goes back to the other and we lose focus of that one thing we were looking at before. And, and then, then it comes, comes right back in a few years. And so we've, we've kind of started realizing you can't just push things aside just because now we're looking at something different. Those same threats are going to creep back up. So we have to make sure that we're maintaining focus on sort of all of the threats that Colorado faces, not just the ones that are most prevalent for that year. Um, I would also say just in the workforce itself, um, there's a lot of young people coming in. Which, which is, is really, really great because, because they're providing new perspective on the traditional approaches that we've taken to looking at threats and, and, and handling public safety. So it's really interesting to have new voices at the table 
and have, have that conversation between people who've been here for a while versus those new folks and look at how can we blend those approaches and those ideas and really make it work for the future and make sure that we're moving forward and not just kind of stagnant. Uh, so I would say kind of, you know, a little bit of just new perspectives and things like that is, is the changing of the workforce right now. I think that's extremely important, especially, I love the part that you said that, you know, not forgetting, because even though global war on terrorism, have we, we've taken our troops away from Afghanistan, I still think it's really important to just be cognizant of what's going around around the world as domestic terrorism rises. But to kind of sum this up, what kind of hiring is the organization planning over the next year or so, would you say? Yeah, yeah I, would I would say, say we're, we're very similar in line with the intelligence community. community. We, we have, have a lot of turnover at just is how the intelligence community works. People bounce around from different agencies. So we constantly have jobs opening. We're also really kind of expanding our infrastructure protection unit, our cyber unit. Uh, we're taking more whole of state approaches where we include lots of different agencies to take a multidisciplinary look at a topic. So there are a lot of jobs opening up. Uh, the legislature is really taking you know, know, these topics serious in Colorado, Colorado, and it's really important that we make sure that we're protecting our community from various different threat levels. So I think those jobs are only going to continue to come because we have to have somebody doing that work. Uh, so yeah, I would say keep an eye on the Colorado Jobs Government website because they will be popping up like crazy. Absolutely. Well, I think that sums it up for my and I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to answer these questions. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Julian. Thanks, McKenna. Thank you, Julian and McKenna, so much for joining us today for this conversation. I think it's definitely great to hear there's going to be a lot of jobs opening up. And even if it's not the job that you see yourself having forever, that it's great to get your foot in the door and kind of work your way up. And it sounds like there's a lot of great upcoming opportunities. So thank you so much for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you next time.